Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, where's Waldo? Also, the V-Team looks at the enthusiastic anti-vaxxers. And Mo Brooks is trying to raise Mo money off of President Trump's rally. You take a fellow American to a meal. Maybe Linda and Katie can toss him a few coins. He'll need it. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. Welcome to the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, columnist and investigative reporter at APR. Welcome. Hey, hey glad to be here. Hey, Josh. How y'all doing? J Josh, uh, Angie sent, sent, sends her love. She says she'll be back at <laughs> yeah, the end I bet of the month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet she does. You see how scared she is. You see how scared she is. We she do, can come back we, we, uh, we do love having Angie. Angie's she scared. Does a great job. Yeah, stay in the same room with her. Go right ahead. All right. Well, uh, COVID 19 cases continue, Susan, to rise in Alabama. Uh, I mean, it is just, we are back mm -hmm. to where we were during some of the toughest times of the COVID. It's, it's bad enough that we're considering going out of the studio again and going back home. Yeah. I mean, we've got 14,000 new cases this past week. Yeah. I mean, we've got 18, over 1,800 people hospitalized, 500 people in ICU. The, the vaccine clinics are opening back up. The hospitals are having to, you know, meet again to discuss what they're going to do with their beds. The, the uh, UAB is asking people not to, the hospitals are asking people not to come to the emergency rooms if it's not an absolute emergency. We're right back where we were. Josh. It's simply because people are not getting vaccinated. Well, and you, I don't think you can shame them into it, and I'm not even I, sure you can scare them into it, Josh. Well, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, it, it looks like the vaccine numbers are, are going up significantly uh, over yeah, the last uh, few weeks. And, and so, uh, you know, that's a that's a positive sign in this. But you're right. The fact that we were, uh, you know, dead last in the country in vaccination rates has a lot to do with the skyrocketing number of cases and hospitalizations. And, you know, I'll tell you, the, the thing that's always troubled me about this, and especially the anti-vaxxers and the hoaxes and, you know, and really the anti-coronavirus people that are out there that are just convinced that this whole thing is overblown and everything else is, is the hospitalization number. Um, what do you think that is? You know, what do you, why do you think they're putting up tents at hospitals in, uh, around the country now, again, uh, you know, so they can serve more patients? Why do you think that's happening? If you're, if you're into this deal where you don't believe this is all that serious and all that, 90% of our most vulnerable people in the country have been vaccinated. That means our elderly and uh, our older folks and our elderly people. So, if we're still putting up these tents and we're still having an overrun of the hospital, what do you think is causing that? If you're if you're in yeah. this group of people that, that that think this is a hoax, what do you think is making these people go to the hospital? Well, and and you know, again, uh, there is no real logic 
in my mind, to why you wouldn't get the vaccination. But people have their own logic. And I want to look at a clip here. This is a clip of a Republican event that happened a couple weeks ago. The Federation of Republican Women down in Dothan met. They had uh, Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. And let's, let's, say, let's, let's see what happened when uh, Ms. Taylor was speaking about being vaccinated. And one more thing on that, you lucky people here in Alabama might get a knock on your door because I hear Alabama might be one of the most unvaccinated states in the nation. Well, Joe Biden wants to come talk to you guys. This video was uh, leaked and David Parkman posted it online and Josh, they were applauding when she said that Alabama was the least vaccinated state in the country. Applause. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, uh, honestly, I don't know what, what is going on with people. I, I mean, it's like this rebellious spirit to their own detriment sort of a thing. Um, you know, and, and later in that, in that same clip uh, that he releases online, she talks about uh, essentially shooting uh, the people that might come mm -hmm. door to door from the federal government mm -hmm. to explain the vaccine and explain the virus more to you in hopes that you'll go and get the vaccine. You know, we had a similar campaign uh, in the 40s where then President Roosevelt sent people around uh, to explain about polio and the efforts to, to get a vaccine and, and ask people to donate to, to the vaccine efforts. And that became right. the March of Dimes. That's um, right. And exactly. so essentially, Marjorie Taylor Greene yeah, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene asked you to shoot the March of Dimes people, basically, you know, and it's just to what end? They're, these are people trying to save your lives. And what do you think they're doing? I said the, the stupidity of this is off the charts. Well, she said, you know, us Southerners, we do love our Second Amendment rights. Yeah, we do love our guns. Well, and, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I'm a gun owner, but I also like life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And. And uh, yeah. I, I think death kind of ends it's, all that. I was talking to somebody the yeah, other and day. And then you just people coming to your know, door. Well, that... Yeah. Well, yeah. he was saying, well, one of the long-term effects might be arthritis. I said, you know what? I t I'll take a arthritis over death any day. Well, and Governor yeah. Ivey has been very active promoting the vaccine. Uh, Mitch McConnell lately. Several Republicans have came forward. But again, if you get in that tight circle of the, what we refer to as the base it is, vaccines are seen as something that you shouldn't do. Masks well, are seen, you know, seen Here's the thing do. that irritates me about that. The people, the, the leaders in the country, Mo Brooks, Donald Trump, they've all been vaccinated, but yet they are promoting not getting vaccinated. Yeah, well, I don't know that they're promoting not getting yeah. Yeah, they're, they're placating yeah. to this base of people is what they're exactly. doing. They're, they're exactly. placating this base of people in the hopes of not angering them. And in the meantime, they're sending a double, a, a mixed message out here to people uh, yeah. where you yeah. can, you're, you're having va abandoned vaccine passports. But on the other hand, you're asking people to go get vaccinated. It, it doesn't work. You don't, it doesn't work when you do that sort of thing. Well, when you applaud the fact that you are last in vaccinating people and saving lives, then you either have a mental illness or you're so callous <laughs> about the care of other people that, what are you doing in our society? Yeah, they're but, just showing how stupid, they're just get, going back to the reputation of Alabama being ignorant. They're just promoting that again. Well, we, we've got about one minute and uh, the public Department of Public Health this week, Alabama Department of Public Health has recommended masks 
for all schools. They've recommended them. This is not going to happen uniformly. No. This is going to be district by district. And I, I don't, I, I just, I, I'm at a loss to even imagine what, what comes fall. I, it scares me to death because children are now getting this vaccine. We were actually going to have a function for our entire crew this coming weekend. We had to cancel it because even though we're vaccinated, our, our two, three-year-olds and one-year-old can't get a vax. So if one of us is carrying it, they could get sick. I can't imagine what's going to happen in schools. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And even, even if you require them, you know, the preschools, I have a friend that's a teacher, April Sites, that, you know, she's concerned because the, the, her children just mangle them all. Yeah, but yeah. What's going to happen now? Well, and we don't know, but we're going to have to leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At alabamaworks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. That next paycheck is great, but it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at alabamaworks.com. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Uh, the Alabama Republican Party uh, last week announced that former President Donald Trump will be holding a rally, a Save America rally, in Coleman. Uh, I know lots of Republicans, lots of folks in the state are very excited about that, Susan. Uh, one, of the, one of the people that's most excited about it is Mo Brooks, who... President Trump has endorsed, and uh, Josh, you and I've seen it, and we've written about it, and Susan's seen it, talked about it, and it looks like Mo Brooks is basically co-opting the Trump event so that he can raise money for his fledgling, his flagging campaign, I should say, because he's not raising any money, yeah. but he's using he's using the pre former president as a as a tool to raise money with. Yeah, it's a man. It's a strange mix of Mo Brooks and the Republican Party and yeah. the Donald Trump. You know, yeah. whatever that he is now, I don't know if it's a campaign or just a a popular yeah. speech giver. Uh, so uh, you know, yeah, it's all this weird mix that is um, you know very troubling. I think for people that follow laws. Now, not that that has ever hindered Donald Trump in the least. Uh, but, you know, uh, Mo Brooks uh, put out a uh, an answer to Eric Swalwell's lawsuit this week that said he had never been convicted of a felony or anything else. And so uh, I hope 
that he's not endangering this in some way. Uh, I, I do think there are some serious questions that are going to be raised about the intermingling of these things uh, and how it's being handled uh, donation-wise, where you can donate to either Mo or the party or the Trump yeah. organization, and you can get <laughs> right. uh, you can get tickets and and benefits and things like that for the event, right. which you know seems to indicate some sort of cooperation between the parties there. So. You know, well, I, that is for, uh, you know, federal law can be pretty, can be pretty confusing on a lot of those things. And I don't, I'm and, not and accusing I, anybody of anything. I want to no, be clear about that. No. Uh, but I do think that there are some questions that are going to be raised because there's some very angry people within <clears throat> the Republican Party. Well, a question that I do have to raise, and I'm, I'm no expert on this and I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but if Trump donated tickets to Mo Brooks, who are using the tickets to raise money, isn't that an in-kind contribution? I'm, I'm, I've got a real question about that. Well, one of the things that they're doing, and this is what Mo Brooks is promoting, is that if you donate to him, and and you you know you get your ticket, you donate to him, you also get uh, exclusive parking, you get to come in early, you get an air conditioned tent, tent mm-hmm. you get better seating. Now there's a tier there, so you have to donate X amount of dollars each time to get certain perks. My question is, and like you, how does it, how does this play in and how is it fair to like Lindy Blanchard, mm-hmm. Katie, Katie Britt, uh, Jessica Taylor? Right. These candidates are not getting this preferential treatment. Right. Now, I talked with mm-hmm. the chairman of the Alabama Republican Party who said that they have no control over that. Now, I also pointed out to him this this brief statement here I thought was kind of interesting. This went out on August 6th from the Save America uh, group PAC, and it says Donald Trump, uh, 45th president of the United States, will be delivering remarks at a major rally in Coleman. He said this mm-hmm. rally will be hosted by the Alabama Republican Party and held in conjunction with the Alabama Republican Party's summer event. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. when I asked uh, Mr. Wall, he said that, no, we, that they are not sponsoring that the rally. But I, I pointed out to him that while I was not a Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. I tended to go with the original, you know, the language. The, and he yeah. said, well, they misspoke. Uh, well, hmm. yeah, maybe they did. You know, they misspoke. They didn't just misspeak. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, you Josh. Know? No, I'm just gonna say that they they didn't they didn't misspeak. They miswrote. They wrote it down and approved it and sent it out to everybody. So yeah, it's not yeah. you know, they didn't accidentally say something in the dark one day. Right. Right. Because according to the, the chairman of the Alabama Republican Party, uh, they are not uh, hosting that event. That they're hmm. that is a Trump event, and that they are they they're hosting a fundraiser with the former president. And mm-hmm. then Mo Brooks is basically out here you know, taking his free tickets and his freebie stuff and trying to raise money. Now, well, he's, he's acting like it's the Mo Brooks slash Trump event. Yeah. And I'm sure... And according to Wall, it's not that. That's what there, but that's it, what it, sure, is. it certainly um, looks like it. What's that, Josh? Yeah, that's what it is. It's the Mo Brooks slash Trump event. I mean, yeah, it just... I mean, it's he's endorsed Mo Brooks. They're, you know, they've worked to bring him into this state to help boost that, you know, campaign that's getting beat like a drum. And so, 
you know, that's, that's, this is what it is. It's, it's, he's here to help Mo Brooks. I don't understand, you know, why anybody is, is confused about that part of it. The, the only question to me is whether or not they violated federal laws uh, in doing this and whether or not they violated the bylaws of the Alabama political uh, Republican party. Uh, you know, well, I, and, I don't know that. And those, those are questions for lawyers. Uh, we certainly would not accuse them of sure. doing that, neither the no, Trump organization no, no. nor the, Alabama Republican Party. I got. We've just heard from a lot of people that that, have, that are raising those questions. Are right? we've heard from a yeah, lot of Republicans in that committee? Yeah. Well, I have a question, and I think this is a burning question. It's been on my mind for several years now, and I I, I still can't figure it out. Why do these rallies uh, feature songs by the village people? I still don't understand that. <laughs> I don't get it because, and 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 I I I enjoyed the village people, uh, you know, for two seconds back uh, at some point when I was young, but I, I just wonder if our Republican friends understand that a French music producer Jacques Morali, a gay mm -hmm. man who came to New York City to uh, try to find fame and fortune in America, he went to a gay costume party at a disco. And he was amazed at so many gay American men dressing in iconic costumes uh, like macho men. Mm -hmm. And he decided that he would put together a group that looked like macho men with a gay persona. Now, our mm -hmm. friends of the Republican Party don't generally have a lot of goodwill towards the gay. So why the village people, Josh? Go for it, Josh. Uh, you know what? Uh uh, it's it's almost like a uh, it's almost like a comedy where it's like the people are trying to get away with as much as they possibly can, uh, you know, just to see if anybody will catch on. Uh, yeah. I, I, honestly, I can't I, I can't answer that. I don't I have I have zero idea why they have chosen Macho Man. It's, I guess it's kind of the same way that a lot of people will play Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen on the Fourth of July yeah. and stuff, and not realize what the song is actually about. Yeah, that song um, is so. not. It's, it's talking about how bad it was <laughs> exactly. for these guys. Yeah. Well, in the words of uh, uh, the Village People, we want you. We want you. We want you as the next recruit. All right, we're gonna leave it right there. You're watching the V. The voice of Alabama politics. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. If you've been working... You've already proven yourself in ways you may not even notice. Managing your time, communicating effectively, and working as part of a team are key skills that employers value. At alabamaworks.com, you can find out how to build on your experience to up your game and get the job you really want because it's out there. Start your new success story at alabamaworks.com. Sponsored by Alabama Works, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Josh, I, I, I've been lately wondering, where's Waldo? And by that, I mean, where's Waldo Steve Marshall? Because for at least a month now, we've been trying to get 
records of Mr. Marshall's whereabouts, his daily schedule, leading up to the January 6th insurrection riot. Now, mm -hmm. we've requested these records several times, and we are told <coughs> that they cannot release these records for security reasons. I think you're now hearing there might be something a little different for the reason why yeah, we can't you know, find his records. I think the the, the biggest problem, uh, you know, from talking to people that uh, that that are well versed in this, I'll say that, um, not to give anybody away, uh, that uh, you know, the, the problem is not so much what he was doing, but what he wasn't doing, uh, which is he does very little as the actual attorney general of the of the state, other than going around uh, doing self promotional events. And I think that is some of the problem in getting turning over these records. I mean, to say that you can't provide uh, a news organization with public documents as the I mean, people should be just insane about this, that the, the, the guy that is the head law enforcement officer in this state, the attorney general of the state is failing to follow the law. All right. That's what he's doing. He's failing to follow the law by refusing to turn over public records through uh, by giving an excuse that is so thin and is so uh, it, it's so ridiculous to think that there is some danger to Steve Marshall by turning over his calendar from January of this year that it, it's absurd and there's no way that it would stand up in court but the problem of course is Alabama's very pitiful open records laws that some good some very good legislators on both sides of the aisle have tried to fix numerous times and have failed yeah. uh, because they always get pushed back from people like Steve Marshall and others. Uh, and it allows this sort of flaunting of the law, which it should anger everybody. Listen, no matter what you think of open records and the media and everything else, the fact is that you want an open government. You want to be able to see what people are doing. You want to have the records that are produced in the course of an open government. And you want the guy who is in charge of enforcing those laws to at least follow the damn things. I mean, Susan, we've heard similar things that he's out doing lunches and, you know, meeting with big donors and, and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's just, and I don't doubt that that's accurate. I mean, I, I've talked to people, former, you know, folks at the AG's office, and, and they say Steve Marshall never wanted the job of attorney general. He just wanted to He just be wanted the title. He general. just wanted the power and the fame. And is anybody surprised, honest no. to God, is no. anybody no. surprised that all he's doing is going out and doing self-promotion? That's all he's ever done. Yeah. It's just self-promotion. Well, he will get reelected. He loves to get in front of an audience. He well, loves to go to Rotary Club and have everybody worship him while he's at the podium. Is that what they do? Oh, God. Well, at least in his mind it is. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, uh, he did. He has issued several opinions which, uh, uh, you know, are, come off of this so-called uh, pass, pass vaccine passport ban. You know, we passed mm -hmm. a law, the government passed a law back during session that is just as nuts as they ever come. But one of the things is, is Steve Marshall clarified this week that schools, and this means colleges too, cannot require uh, proof of vaccination. Now, Birmingham Southern was uh, mm -hmm. thinking about requiring proof for va vaccination. And mm -hmm. if you were unvaccinated, they were going to charge you $500, Josh, to pay for the testing. You know, it's a simple thing. You're either vaccinated or you get tests. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'll say this to, to clarify a little bit. Birmingham Southern created a very uh, ingenious workaround 
uh, which is to say, we're not asking, we're not asking you to prove that you've been vaccinated. Oh, okay. uh, if okay, you good. decide not to, if you decide not to prove that you're vaccinated, then you're going to have to take this series of tests every, every week. Right. And you're, we're going right. to charge you $500 for administering these tests. Now, right. if you would like to waive that fee, uh, you show us a vaccine card and you're out of that $500, just like that. Poof, it goes away. Now, uh, Marshall issued an opinion saying that, uh, that was possibly a violation of the law, which is something you always like to hear from your AG, something that's possibly against the law. Uh, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, I've heard from, from some people from Birmingham Southern, and uh, there are some attorneys uh, that, that attended Birmingham Southern, our alums, and uh, there are a lot of people that are quite willing to take that case on if somebody wants to take it. All right, good. Yeah, well, What's... I've just got one question. What are the ramifications if they do that? Nothing. There's yeah, no teeth nothing. in the law. There, there are there are no repercussions if Birmingham Southern decides to do that. They can do it, and without penalty, without restriction whatsoever. That law is nothing. It that law no is penalties. just paper. That's all it is. Well, they wanted to prove yep. how tough they were. Yeah, on. whatever. Yeah, they wanted to show their base that they're so tough, but. Mm -hmm. Forgot to put the ramifications was, in the bill. It was by Arthur Orr. What do y'all expect? Well, I mean, yeah, what do you expect? I mean, anyway, what are you going to say? Hey, what do they do? Because uh, Tyson Foods is saying you either vaccinated or you you're out of here. You know. Mm -hmm. So what are they yeah. going to oh. go to Tyson and arrest people at Tyson? What can they do? Well, no, I, you know, I, I, honestly, I don't know how any of this stuff ever stands up in court, given you know some of the recent Supreme Court decisions about private businesses and what you can do and what you can't do. Um, and so I, you know, and we had another federal court opinion that said, uh, employers can require vaccines. So, sure. you know, I, I think that a lot of this stuff is just basically screaming by people who want to satisfy a base of people that are out there uh, yeah. putting people in harm's way. That's exactly what it is. I think you're right. Well, we got about one minute and, uh, I wanted to just touch on this. It's worth about a minute. Jim Ziegler, he wants to be somebody so bad, Susan. I mean, he, he's, he's now <laughs> saying something I don't already know. He's saying by the end of August, he's going to make a decision whether he's going to run for governor. How many months has he been saying that now? Well, he's been exploring it. He's got a little pith helmet. Yeah, you know, right. He's got a butterfly. Boy, he's got a magnifying glass. Yeah, he's yeah okay. All right. All right. So, Josh, what are the odds of Jim Ziegler actually running for governor and winning? Uh, winning? Oh, zero. Yeah, I mean, is there, something, is there a number less than zero of winning? Oh, yeah, no, running. I mean, if he thinks he can get a little publicity and a little bit of money, then he'll definitely run. But uh, yeah. Yeah, no winning, yeah. there's absolutely no chance. Well, there's several other people that have, have already thrown the hat in the ring. Uh, recently, Governor Ivy raided uh, raid, Governor Ives got over a million dollars in the bank. She yeah, I don't think people are underestimating that. how popular she actually is. She, she, gas tax or no? She really, and uh, we've seen. Some, I mean, oh, everybody's blaming the gas tax on Biden anyway. So she, she. <laughs> anyway, I'm confused now. <laughs> uh, well, you're in Alabama. You're supposed to be. That's the way they want you. They want you to be confused. I'm not usually that confused, but uh, Ivy has 83 percent positive uh, rating. That's her approval rating, 83%. That you're not going to overcome. Mm -mm. All right, no. we're going to have to leave it right there. You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.